You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael, and with me always is my good friend, Jay, from the hills of Texas. But I'm, I'm not quite in Texas, but getting there, though. Yeah, welcome to Arizona. Yeah, it's good to be here, as always. So this uh, this week, folks, is uh, the prelude to our uh, Arizona Electric Festival that we've uh, kind of mentioned. Festival, festival, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, we've got uh, JN for today. I think Mike comes in tomorrow, and then uh, we head out out to Mesa, Arizona, for the uh, Arizona Electric Festival that's uh, put on uh, every year. And every year, it seems to get better and better. It does. Uh, it's for the show since we started coming here or been going to this. I just like how every year it runs really smoothly and they adjust for whatever problems they have for the year. It was when I first came here, it was the weather, right? It was, yeah. Cause it was, it was in January. Yeah. I think first year you did. Yeah. And then they moved it back and then they, you know, make adjustments for crowds or people and things. And they have something new every year and then they keep the things that work. And I especially like that they give away all the prizes at the end of the show. That is always a, a positive thing, you know, and it costs, you know, it doesn't cost a lot much. What is it? Just 40 bucks. I think yeah, it's forty dollars, and uh, for I think three days of flying. For three days of flying, it's on a paved runway, and they invite a lot of uh, people out from you know all over. So the good news is we're, uh, we're the three of us are going to be down there, and um, we'll we'll be able to have you know some pretty good uh, episode you know content when we uh, when we get through yeah, with the all sorts Festival. of folks to talk to. But this week we want, we kind of wanted to touch base because uh, we're all excited and and um, we're talking about things that we're doing to prepare for the Electric Festival. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Well, for you, it's not so bad because you just have to kind of get all your gear together. Well, I live here. Hey, yeah, that's true. And just drive on down. There's no big <laughs> deal. But for, you know, AK Mike and myself to come on down, you know, either we bring something with us or, you know, we're preparing to do something when we were out here or we're coming to fix all your planes that we damaged last year. That's true. And, and we have to, you know, take a day or two to fix everything. <laughs> but I took care of that this year, I think. I. I actually went out uh, and ordered all the parts that I needed for any of the stuff that got messed up last year. And, and I think all my stuff, uh, with the exception of maybe the F-18, is ready to go. Well, what are we going to do then? Um, I mean, usually we spend most of the shows, we've either had a plane or two to build before the shows. True. What was it, last year or the year before, we built um, almost two quarter-scale quarter size planes. That's true. Put them together yeah. right prior to the show. So right. that was a lot of fun. You know, it was yeah. two days of just... You know, getting things done to get, you know, prepared for the show. <laughs> yeah, we did. We were hustling through there. Luckily, they both got completed. You know, this year, the only airplane that uh, came new, actually, we have a couple of new ones that you haven't uh, been a part of. I mean, that you, you right. haven't seen fly. But no. uh, this year, the, the main thing that came through was uh, the A-10. <clears throat> the, oh, yeah. I, I can't wait to see that. So last year, folks, we uh, Motion RC came out to the Electric Festival, and they, they basically released the A-10. They brought their demo version out. And Jay and I were able to uh, talk to the guy and, you know, kind of get a really good uh, up close and personal look at it. It was a great airplane. Uh, they told us it was going to be on the market sometime uh, in the spring. And sure enough, I was I checked the box and said, put me on the list. 
So we waited a couple months and finally the, uh, you know, the curtain was pulled back and, and they basically said, yeah, here it is. And, uh, and I got mine. Now, the unfortunate thing was, is I got it right in the middle of like huge personal stuff. Like my son was getting married. We were going on vacation. And it was just, so I had to kind of get everything it, it was one of your more unusual builds because, especially for this plane, folks, you don't understand. Right. This guy, he he's a researcher, so when he gets when he's going to get something, he starts researching it. So I'll just start getting all these emails. Hey, what do you think about this? I'll get a video. Hey, look what this guy modded his thing. <laughs> hey, hey, folks, you know what do you think about this paint job? Hey, this guy got you know Cali graphics and he got this this theme. That's right. So he'll just go nuts and oh, yeah. just for a month he will just research and take off all these marks of things that he wants to do. And, and so it was just really surprising that it actually comes. He's like, Oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm getting all these texts from him with all these pictures. I look how big this box is. Oh, and he's all just salivating over it. And he, he opens it up and I'm like, Hey, well, are you going to put it together tonight? He's like, Oh no, <laughs> no, I'm not. And, and, yeah, I, I and I didn't believe him. I didn't believe him. He goes, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it together. I'm like, yeah, right. And he didn't. And, and then like a month went by, you know, like you said, his son was getting married and a bunch of other things. So he, that all ends, and I'm like, hey, did you put it together? He's like, no, no, I got some other things I got to do. I'm, I'm just going to wait. And the next thing you know, it's almost time for the festival. And I'm like, you haven't put this thing together. You haven't t- I, I can't believe it. Then he puts it together, and then he discovers something was wrong. <laughs> I know. There was a gear problem. So, yeah, one of the gears uh, – actually, okay, so Joe, just, just to let you know, this airplane is amazing. I mean, it truly is. Amazing. Oh no, I'm, it, I'm it not... is. It is huge. For first of all, and and uh, second of all, it takes literally fifteen, sixteen screws. Mm-hmm. I think there's two, there's two screws in the rudder, or four screws for the rudder, four screws for the uh, elevator, two, four, six screws for the motors, and that's it. The whole airplane is ready to go right. at that point. There's two quick disconnects for the wings. Uh, they have a, a board in there that gets everything ready to go, and the airplane has incredible power. Yeah. I literally it's, it's blew not, the, it's not, it's definitely not lacking on that. No. Um, I, I put everything together, you know, got everything measured out. Everything was looking good. And I uh, was testing all of the servos. I put them on the servo tester. One, two, one, two, you know, I let them run for about five or 10, you know, five or six minutes. And then I powered it up. Literally folks, whenever I put the, the juice to this thing, I was holding it. It was in the spare bedroom, by the way. I powered it up and it literally blew all of the wall furnishings and the little foo-foo stuff that my yeah, wife, wife has, has around. all over. Oh, yeah. It looked like it was raining, uh, just parts and picture frames So just, and just stuff. imagine a guy walking in with a leaf blower. Yes. Oh, I must clean in here. <laughs> <laughs> and take everything off of the walls. <laughs> yeah, the walls. It, uh, uh, it, it's funny because we have these little, um, they're like little buckets and inside the bucket uh is some styrofoam and you know instead of having grass and stuff in there the new thing is to put like oh the crinkled paper crinkled like cut, paper like yeah cut, like crinkle cross paper, cut yeah, paper cross, or whatever yeah. well I'm, I'm sitting there with my head down you know holding this airplane and i'm powering it up and i'm not really even paying attention and then i i was like okay that is incredible i mean it was it didn't have anything on it was just the body but it was trying to move the body off off of this queen size bed so I shut it down and I disconnect the batteries and I, I look around and it's literally raining these little crinkle papers. It's raining, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm looking around and I'm like, what the heck? Where did all this come from? Well, there's a shelf above, you know, like way above my head that has all these little picture frames and cards and crinkle paper stuff up there. And my wife had put all up there. And so now it's like floating all over. It just looks like it's snowing this crinkle paper. So it was a quite the uh, task to put it all Whoops. back together. Mm-hmm. 
but anyway, so I got all this together, and it was time to uh, hook everything up. All the servos were uh, ready to go, and then I dropped the gear. And when I did, only two of the three gear came down. Yeah. Pretty sad. I was like, no. <laughs> that slow motion thing. So, of course, I, I thought, well, maybe it's my fault. So I went ahead and I, you know, pulled the wires out and I put it on the servo tester. It could get two of them to come up and down, but the third one just wasn't going. It it was dead, DOA. So that was kind of a shame and, you know, because I had waited a little bit to put it together. But Motion RC did a good job. Don't get me wrong. I called those guys. They were like, yep, no problem. I sent them a video of what happened. They're like, yep, it's probably just uh, something in the landing gear. We'll send you a new one. Uh, we'll get it right as soon as it comes back. In, yeah, in it's on a super slow boat from China. <laughs> it's and guess what? They have to build a boat first. <laughs> it's out of stock, and I was just like panicked. So now I'm in that. You know, okay, should I just buy a landing gear because that is in stock? I don't need. I mean, because they're just going to send me the motor. That's what's yeah, wrong. Just, but, yeah. So do I buy the whole landing gear? You know, assembly and just have it shipped to me, or do I wait? Or you know, I don't know. But the rest of the airplane went together just. Uh, just smoothly as glass. I mean, everything on that airplane looks great. And I've, uh, you know, kind of been out to the club and, and met some of the guys uh, at the new club that I'm a member of, the Sun oh, Valley Flyers. Oh, that's, that's okay. That's interesting. The Sun Valley Flyers are here in, in Mesa, and uh, I joined them at the beginning of the year, and so I've gone out and met some of those guys. Uh, Ernie Mack, he's uh, he, uh, an iMac guy. Him and his son Bryant, they fly huge, you know, gas. Well, well, Ernie Mac and he's an iMac guy. I know, right? That's, <laughs> that's, that's not, that's like, I was going to say you made that up. No, I didn't. Make <laughs> uh, so shout out to Ernie because uh, I got to meet him and his son and they, he, he's, his son's amazing. I think he's a tournament of champions guy or something. Woo-hoo! So it's, it's, it's incredible. But anyway, so uh, they have a couple of those, uh, of these motion RC ones out there as well. And they were flying them and they, and everybody absolutely loves them. I have never really heard anything bad about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, most guys will say, yeah, it works great right out of the box. Everything uh, free wing has done a good job. Motion RC has done a good job. Uh, and of course now it's just, uh, my wallet is hurting because I'm on motion <laughs> RC looking at all the other items that have just oh, yeah. come for this year. Yeah. And now I'm like, uh, I've had four or five or six airplanes in my cart and just been watching the door to see if my wife was going to stick her head in there and go, you're not buying airplanes. Like, are you? You know, Another one, what are you doing? Because this A-10 takes up the whole damn room. It, it I mean, does. It's, it's sitting it's over here huge. in the corner. Folks. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's massive. I mean, literally, I have to store it with the wings off, and the, you know, it's just, it's big. I oh. don't think I've ever had a big, I'm six foot one, and the thing comes, like, right up to my chin. Well, I wish I could feel sorry for you, but you got me that turbo beaver, <laughs> which is huge. This is true. Huge. So, you know, it's a little bit of planning when I go to fly it, because, you know, even though everything comes apart easily, it's yeah. still a big honking plane, and, and even throwing that in the truck and taking that out, it's just... I got to think if I'm going to take two or three planes, I got to think about what I'm going to bring and it, you know. No, I hear you. So, but I love it. I do love it. Once you start flying bigger planes like that, it's addictive. And you, uh, you got to fly it just recently too. I right? did. Yeah. I did. I How'd finally, uh, it went really well. I went out, I went out to my little field there and I, the, the big thing for me was I got new batteries. I've been flying some of my old clunky batteries and I had a, a six cell 5,000 milliamp battery. Which caused the first crash, right? Uh, no, 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 no. It, remember the, the one that caused the crash was, um, I was parallel oh, to yeah, two, three cells, two, yeah. th- uh, 3,300, uh, uh, three cells together. Right. And unfortunately one was weak. I, I shouldn't say it was a crash. It was a controlled descent, descent into <laughs> terrain. That's really what <laughs> That's it was. It. Oh yeah. But <laughs> I, I went ahead and got these new batteries. They're, uh, once again, 3,300, uh, three cell milliamp parallel them together, except that these are 60 C. 
And boy, what a difference. They're nice. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, when you get new batteries, it's like that new battery sm- smell. You know, they're mm-hmm. all nice right. and tight. New. New, you know, firm, you know, you know, and th- these things weigh nothing. Or they're, they're, they're... Sounds like my wife. Yeah. yeah. When, <laughs> when you first got her. <laughs> when, I first, when we first met. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. If you're listening to this podcast, don't listen to that guy. Boy, I, I took it off with those things. And I, let me tell you, it just jumped off the ground, climbed straight up. I was like, woo, nice power. Right. It was a beautiful, super warm day. I ended up taking off my long sleeve shirt and stuff. And it was just, I was incredible. I was just, oh, but it was super gusty. So it'd be blowing about five miles an hour. And then all of a sudden it would jump to 15 to 20, you know, miles an hour, just, you know, balls to the wall, flag straight out. And I'm like, woo, you know, (laughs) this is a little, this is a little iffy. You know, I'm still getting used to the aircraft, and unfortunately, this plane that you got me brings my blood pressure up every time because still, it's a gift from you. <laughs> right. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt it. Right. But I'm still getting used to it because there's a couple of aspects about it. Not to say that it's hard to fly. Mm-hmm. It's just some things that kind of throw me off uh, when I go to land, uh, such as you know the the props uh, windmilling is free is free windmilling. Right. And when I come in, when you drop when you drop an altitude, really quickly, that thing RPMs come up and it makes a certain you know, roaring sound. Well, I'm just used to, you know, you, you cut the throttle, you dive. I got a brake on or something. It makes no noise. Well, this thing sound it starts power. It sounds like it's powering up and I'm like, I'm decreasing the throttle and it sounds like it's going faster and my little brain short circuits. And I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. You mentioned that, but I <laughs> mentioned that on one of the other podcasts that you said it was something new, but I, I think it's the wooden prop. Yeah. Cause you, most of your stuff doesn't, it has plastic props on it. Yes. And the plastic props don't resonate. I think like the, like the wooden wood props. does, yeah. Because I have wooden props on some of my bigger airplanes. I have plastic ones on the smaller airplanes, and I can definitely tell the difference. So I, I can understand what you're saying, you know, as far as that resonating mm-hmm. noise. It it doesn't sound quite the same, and and that can make it, uh, you know, a little troublesome. But you, your airplane is incredibly light. It is, and so in a gusty wind, did it did it react very um, well? I mean, how did it? No, it, how did it no, fly? it flew okay. But because it is a little lighter than. For, for what it looks, it's a lot lighter than, you know, what it is. Right. So when it really started to gust and, and buff it, well, then the plane would move a foot or two. And, of course, it does it, you know, proportionally closer it gets to the ground. <laughs> so it just gets your heart rate up. Oh, Not that it so. was, but the, the nice part is you can control it. I mean, it's snappy enough that it, it, it goes for the controls. But, you know, it's just something I'm still getting used to. And, of course, uh, when it was getting blustery and blowing, it wasn't, you know, kind of a crosswind. It was absolutely 90 degree crosswind for the field so you know you're kind of bringing it down and and you know you're correcting to get it to land right and then it just starts blowing like that 90 degrees and then i said well, screw this i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna i'm gonna just land crossways across the field yeah why wouldn't you the field's <laughs> like you know two car lengths yeah so i i go ahead and i i do an approach it worked out perfect you know cleared the trees came in you know went around came in for the, the next time dude it was beautiful it was one of those things where I'm looking around like, is anybody watching this? Because, I mean, I had it just elevating down. You know, I just slowed it down enough, and I just, you know, dropped those flaps, and it was just elevating straight down. And I'm like, okay, I had a little bit of power. You know, I'm going to clear the trees. Okay, clear the trees. And, you know, there's... Ooh, I the and trees. then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to drop this right right on the edge of the runway. It's going to be yeah. beautiful. And I'm coming down. I get down to about a foot, and I'm just about to touch down, and my tail catches the high grass. And it just uh. kind of... 
you know, it doesn't hurt it or nothing. Just kind of, yeah. it was like, yeah, kid, that was beautiful. Right up until you touched the ground. <laughs> you know, and I'm just, and I'm like looking around, like, did anybody see that? That was still cool. And All I'm these like, llamas are standing up with signs that say eight, eight and a half, <laughs> yeah, you know, 8.5. Oh, the Russian llamas will not only give you a two. <laughs> but, He's uh, got llamas out there on his field, so it's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. After that, you know, I, I went ahead and took off. And, of course, taking off in that wind, you know, the blustery wind, oh, yeah. it I, took off. It, it takes off in a foot. Yeah. Like, and so that was when with these new batteries, it just jump, it just jumps off the ground. So it's it's like my, my fun cub, but on steroids. <laughs> and five times the size. Oh, five times the size. So it just jumps off. I climbed right out. Once I got it up above the trees and just flying around, this plane tumbles like nobody's business. So I was just up there tumbling the plane. Really? I was having to go, oh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so much fun. You know, once again, thank you for my Christmas gift. I'm still Absolutely. getting used to it, but you know, with these new batteries, not to say it, it, it totally brings it to life, but it definitely helps. Now I will say that the, that big old 5,000 six cell milliamp battery that I have, actually, I didn't bring it that day. It probably would have helped because it's heavier. Oh yeah. It's a, a, a nose of a heavy airplane will fly in the wind a little bit better. Yeah. It would have been able to penetrate because it was definitely when you when you came back on the RPMs, man, that plane just stopped and started going backwards. So that was it was kind of fun. But I was like, wow, I'm actually having to give it some throttle to get through, uh, you know, to bring it into land. So, yeah, I was it was, it was fun. I, I, I definitely loved it. Like I said, a little bit of wind with that plane. It, it It's definitely just like the fun cub. It's makes it that much more fun to fly because you can drop the flaps, you can fly backwards. You can, I just love when you can make a plane just stop in the air and hover and not move anywhere with the wind, you know? Yeah. And like I said, for this thing, it just does the elevator up, down. It's incredible. <laughs> Watch me. Up and yeah. down. So, so you didn't bring it though, right? How am I going to fit that on the, <laughs> uh, excuse me, man. I had to buy this uh, seat for my plane. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's no. my wing bag. No, I was uh, I was unable to bring that particular plane. Um, we're probably going to have to wait uh, another season or two before I get my trailer together, and then I can just drive you up drive here. Drive it up, right? But uh, I did bring a plane out. Uh, I just brought my oh, was it the Zode uh, Z O H D wing orbit wing? So I was able to put that in my suitcase. So I brought that out. I brought out a couple of quadcopters, and that's about it. So I got I got something to fly. But I think AK Mike is going to win the prize because I think he's bringing down half his inventory. I think so. He uh, Somebody loaned him a hard case. Now, I would have never thought about this, but someone loaned him a hard case golf bag shell. Yeah. Right? You put your golf bags or you, put your, you take your golf clubs and your bags and everything, you put it in this hard shell. So one of his guys up there said, hey, if you're traveling down there, you should put your you could put your airplanes in this. Well, it's it's long, you know, golf bag's not small. And so he's able to put his Phoenix 2000 in there, and he put his Dragon, um, what do they call that? Wing Dragon. Wing Dragon or Dragonfly or something Yeah, like he, put, he put like two or three airplanes in here, and I, I was amazed. He was sending his photos, and he's so excited. He's like, look what I got. It. You know, this is, I'm coming down with these. And I thought, wow. I mean, I, I have a lot of airplanes for you guys to fly, but it's just amazing that he was able to fit all of these, these airplanes in there and then bring them down. So I, I, I am giving him the prize for you know, what, what he's bringing, if it actually makes it down here. Well, yeah, we got it when he opens it up and maybe foam dust inside. So exactly right. With all this foam. I know it's like the coffin. You observe it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, that'd be terrible, but we're excited. He comes in tomorrow. He, he flew down from Alaska. Jay actually came in a couple of days early. Uh, Cause we had some stuff that we need to do uh, here with the podcast and uh, get some, 
other you know items uh, figured out. But anyway, uh, he'll be down, and then uh, you guys are here pretty much for the week. So the good news is, is um, today or when the podcast comes out Tuesday, we'll be out flying uh, with the guys mm-hmm. uh, here in Phoenix. Then we'll be headed out to uh, Mesa, Arizona, there on Thursday. So we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday night, actually, because we're setting up Thursday night. Um, so if you're coming out to the Electric Festival, make sure that you look for the guys uh, in the yellow shirts uh, that say Park Flyer Podcast. Oh, wow. Cool. And uh, we will, uh, you know, we'll be out there. We'll try to have uh, as many airplanes as we can. So you're bringing your, your Zoe HD. What do you want to bring for my inventory? Everything. Well, that's what we usually do. I know. We bring everything. <laughs> it's like, well, this year is going to be easy because I have a trailer. You know, I, I have a trailer now, too. And right. so the trailer is going to be It's much bigger than what my inventory is. So I'm going to have to figure out how to keep them from all just rattling around. But I think we'll uh, we'll get out there. It looks like, uh, according to the weather, it's going to be great uh, weather. Yeah, it's supposed to be in the 80s all week. Right. So we should have no a good, uh, good time. No rain. Wind, winds, you know, winds are kind of one of those things that uh, sometimes they'll get gusty sometimes they won't i think last year it was there were a couple of times when it got a little little got, windy got a little windy so but we're uh we're looking looking forward to to going out there this uh this hey year. so you're you're talking about the trailer maybe we should go to lowe's or home depot and and get get a few items and build something for your trailer like what oh get some pvc pipe and build a, like a little rack and build a rack or two in there what do you think about that? Yeah, there's already two racks in there, but uh, we can build more if you want. I mean, well, I, you know, I couldn't. That, okay, <laughs> folks, you got to understand this. This trailer that he has was just stuffed with crap mm. for the long for two years, longer than that. Actually, you just had crap in there. So how would no, I be able? That's to, not true. <laughs> what are you talking about? So w- when we moved out of here, um, this trailer that we had for a business and. Anyway, um, my wife is decluttering the house, and so anything that she wanted to go to Goodwill or whatever it is, right. you know, we were going to donate it or garage sell it or whatever, we started putting in this trailer. So the trailer had, you know, like an old couch and some tables and lamps, and, and the more stuff she found in the house that she's like, hey, are we going to use this anymore? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I've never even seen that. You know? <laughs> How long have we had that? Well, 22 years we've been married, you know, and it's been sitting in the living room the whole time, and I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you can tell how observant I am. Uh, so they just sho- shoved it all in there. But with the electric festival coming up, I told her, I was like, well, uh, hey, you know, Jay and I are thinking about using the trailer. Uh, do you want me to just unload all that stuff back into the garage? And, of course, you know, that's my way of right looking at her. And she goes, what? And I go, well, I can just put it in the garage. And then when we're done with the trailer, I'll just put it all back. Maybe. Where in the garage <laughs> are you going to put that, she says. I'm like, well, right where your car is. We'll just park your car outside. Get oh, the, no. Get in the truck. You know. Next thing you know, we're driving to Goodwill. Oh, that's you know, too funny. Pull up to the Goodwill guys. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. You know, And they're just unloading everything. Uh, so it was pretty funny. But it, it had some business stuff in there because we owned a shaved ice business. And then it had uh, some personal items in there. So, But now it's empty, and it does have racks uh, oh, in there. I'll have to take a look because I've so, never yeah. seen it. Uh, not nothing full. It, not full of stuff. <laughs> You know, because I was helping you move some stuff know, in there. So it's kind of like at my house. Um, like I said, I'm trying to get my mom to downsize her house right. and just cleaning it up and stuff. And so with my mom, I go, hey, so do you want this or what do you want to do with this armoire that's, you know, right. 500, 200 pounds. 200 pounds and, you know, humongous. And my mom will just say, oh, yeah, it doesn't fit in that room. Just put it on the deck. 
That's what my mom says. So oh, instead yeah. of put it instead of put it in the trailer, she's like, put it on the deck. Famous deck. Oh, so now we have this beautiful deck that runs the whole length of the house. It's just <laughs> <laughs> just full of it's crap. It's just out on the deck. So you know. Crazy. So now, okay. So you have been out to my to my two racks and in, in my you know oh, the garage, and, and so you've seen it. And and um, honestly. I got a little industrious and, and you got to understand that most of the time I, I have so many airplanes in my inventory that I will go fly one. And if it's not broke, I just continue to fly it. But if it does break, I usually set it aside and fly the next thing in line. Like the typical little kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. My, well, this my one, ball's it, broken. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you break the ball, but I don't know if you put it off to the side. So anyway, what it does is it gives, you know, Jay and I see each other several times a year. And so it gives Jay as something when he comes in there, he's like, okay, now let's, let's see what you, you know, what you got. And I go, well, I got this pile of broke airplanes, you know, something fell off the landing gear broke or, you know, servo died or something. It's nothing that I can't fix, but it gives us something to do when you arrive. And it's, it's kind of funny that it works that way. Uh, well, for but you, it worked both ways. Oh, yeah. Because you, know, I mean, you show up my yeah, house. My wife's thing. like, hey, can you put this doorknob back on? This guy doesn't know how to do it. I'm like, I know how to do it. Well, but you have airplanes that need fixing. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's there, just but... it's just funny because yeah. it's just like, you know, it's, listening to our two wives, you'd think that we're the most stupidest guys. Yeah. Ever, you know, how did they trick us into marrying them? <laughs> you know, thank goodness Jay comes over because he at least he put the drawer back in. Thank God. <laughs> Mike came in because we I could never close this door. The doorknob didn't work. And I'm just like, what? Oh, come on. I know. Yeah, Mike, at least when he comes, he gets things done. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so funny, you know? you know? It is pretty funny. But So so anyway, you've been outside uh, yeah. to, or not outside, but you've been into the other room and seen the Myrax. And so there are several airplanes that you, actually you mentioned last night when you came in that uh, there's only like one or two airplanes that you haven't had a hand in bringing or mm-hmm. or at least arranging to to be at my place right you gotta understand you know that's jay's way of of uh i don't want to say compensating but it's his it's way he shows his love for me is to show you know <laughs> you know the next thing oh big it's either him <laughs> if he loves what i did he sends me one or if he's really angry at me and wants me to get in trouble he'll send me one too because my wife never believed that it wasn't me buying this uh... stuff but uh, so, so there's several out there on the racks. What, which one of those are you excited about seeing fly at the electric festival? Believe it or not, your aircraft, your Yak. Oh my, yeah, the Yak 55. That confused me because I'm like, they're all my aircraft. What are you talking? No, no, about? I mean, you mean specifically your replica re- of your aircraft. There you go, your Yak. Okay, so the Yak 55 came as a gift. Uh, it was yellow and red and black. It was goody. Yeah, it, it was. I, I wasn't really excited. Matter of fact, that's the reason I didn't really buy it because I'm like, yeah, I'd never buy that airplane. Next thing you know, it shows up, and I'm like, oh, what are we gonna do with this yellow? Yeah, you know. And, I, and trust me, I love yellow because I have a yellow cub. No, but this Montana, was gaudy but this yellow. Was, it was yeah, it was fabulous. <laughs> it was, it was something. It was yeah. <laughs> so I stripped everything off. I think there's a whole episode. Uh, yeah, from we talked about season it. two where yeah. we did it, and uh, unfortunately, because I the, the wheels on it are very small, they're very scale. Like a, a mm-hmm. yak has very small, a, a true tiny, yak tiny. Has tiny wheels, and. I took it out to the field one day to fly it off the grass, and unfortunately, the wheels are small enough that the three-bladed prop just touches the top of the grass, and there's not really a whole lot of room for error, and right. I, I didn't want to screw it up. So I told him, I was like, well, we're going to have to have a paved runway to fly this. And yeah. so well, I put, put it a, together and Mike, put a lot of work you put a lot of work, work into that aircraft. Yeah, I did. And, and, and nothing about, not to totally knock your field, your, your, your field for flying your aircraft out there is fine, except that the grass isn't exactly... Good grass, and then two, you also have landmines <laughs> that are out there. You know, you have your your field is mined. 
I mean, True. not only because of the dogs that are out there, but because you also have those sprinkler heads yes. that just catch. How many times have we been on the podcast? And you were like, yeah, I was doing whatever. And also my plane just stopped instantly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the landing gear was sitting back 10 feet back, it caught right. on the sprinkler head and the plane was 10 feet forward, you know, after sheared off. Yep. Well, uh, my pattern plane did that. My, uh, my jet, the uh, T-50 did mm-hmm. that. The, um, actually my Edge 540 just did it just recently, uh, hit a sprinkler head. What else? A couple other airplanes, yeah, I think. No, absolutely. Good. So yeah. I, I don't blame I you. It. I get it. I don't, I don't blame you. So, yeah, I'm really interested to see that one fly because, you know, originally my idea was when I bought that for you, I <laughs> I was going to go ahead and redo it. And then I said, I was sitting there thinking about it, and I go, well, then I have to, like, sneak some pictures of Mike's plane, and I'll be asking him all these weird things. Hey, send me pictures of your plane. And oh, hey, hey, send me the thing with you and this and that. And I said, well, you know, I could do that. Or why don't we just send it to the guy who owned it? And he could, you know, he knows all the little bits and bobbles and it worked out perfect it did work out perfect and i'm thinking that uh, jay looked at it and went uh i'm just gonna let him do all the work <laughs> well dude you're you're good for detail work you, you i know. am yeah so, so well you, i mean it turned out well yeah, yeah you, now that you've seen it up and close and personal because you oh, just saw pictures well, before, well right? i tell you what you know what part uh impressed me the most on it what's that um the cow really why is that I know it sounds kind of weird, but no, you're, the paint job that you did on the cow because it was already painted. That's you know, true. That, yeah, well, it was, it was a, that uh, gaudy. It was yellow, yellow and, black, and black and whatever checkerboards. And so then you you converted that to being you know because the plane that you have is uh, red, blue, and white. Correct. And it, and it has a and it has a pattern that goes across or a paint job that goes across it that goes continues on into the aircraft itself, and uh, and you transferred that over perfectly. And it was just a great paint job. And I remember the reason that I remember this or I appreciate it is because the cowl didn't go correctly the first time you painted it. You had to, it was one of those things you painted it and then, whoops, that didn't work right. And you had to go back and repaint it. Oh, yes. The painted, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I, I remember you that. Know, it was different types of paints and they, yes. they weren't playing well with each no, other. And one not. was dissolving the other one and that eating the other one. And yep. then it's all splotchy and looked like it had cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Which we shouldn't joke about, but yeah, you are correct. <laughs> That's terrible. Don't listen to him, folks. We're going to have people call us now that, you know, hey, you can't joke about that stuff. So. My wife doesn't look anything like that. I know, right? <laughs> well, she's kind of splotchy, but anyway. <laughs> That's not nice. Uh, yeah, so what happened, The uh, I think we talked about it before in one of the other episodes, but I used two different types of paint. I used a tester's paint, which has a different, um, like an oil base, mm-hmm. and then I used a... Um, monocoat paint which had a totally different base so when i put one over the other the one on the bottom takes 24 I'm, hours I'm, to I'm, dry I'm start eating. yeah it uh it just kind of started bubbling through so anyway when i went to go sand it all the paint came off and i was like whoa wax on wax off huh yeah it was terrible <laughs> it looked awful i think i have a picture of it maybe i'll post it you yeah. know just in one of the show notes but uh it wound up looking you know terrible and i had to re-sand all of it off so i, I literally took it down to almost the fiberglass right and then primed it, and the primer worked great. It was just a rattle can out of Ace Hardware. And once I rattle canned it with that rust-colored, you know, red, it, it gave it a deep, um, you know, red instead of gray. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I just painted the that, that red over top of it. So it worked out really well. Uh, once I got all that done, then I actually cut out some, what do you call those, templates for where the paint job out of the body comes up into the cowling. So it does like a... Does like a, I want to say that smiley face is the best upside down smiley face. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you're looking at the airplane from the nose of the airplane out, it looks like you have two smiles. One of them is a white smile. One of them is a blue smile. And um, 
you know, they're, they're different, but they have to be matched to come off the canopy. So, uh, luckily the blue smile, I went ahead and painted on and then I used white vinyl to cut. Oh, okay. And, and right. so it's actually a vinyl sticker that's actually on there. So if you peeled it off, you would, you know, I can redo the, the white to match more evenly and it'll just cover over the top of the, the blue and, uh, it gives it a better look. So then yeah. I just use my vinyl cutter to cut the half, you know, half smile out. So it, it worked out. It, it was, uh, it looks really good. Now, the other thing I did electronics-wise is this is the very first time, uh, oh, and we should talk about this, the the very first time that I've used a um, receiver battery. Oh, that's right. So I, I, I started doing some research, and I thought, you know what, if I put all this money into this recover job, and, you know, we talked about all that in the podcast, but I'm going to use this receiver battery. So I actually bought... Um, Jen's Ace has it. It's a 3,000 milliamp two-cell receiver battery that's 7.4 volts or something. Right. And I have high-voltage um, servos in that airplane. They're digitally uh, a digital high-voltage. So in order to capture that, I needed to bump my voltage up. So my choice was either to get um, a 7, you know, and a half volt or 7.4 volt uh, receiver pack to run the servos, or I could get a uh, regulator. Right. A voltage regulator. And bump, and and bump, bump up the bump voltage. Up the voltage. And I really didn't, I really wasn't, you know, excited about that. And I thought in my mind's eye, I was thinking, okay, well, I'm getting bigger airplanes, you know, the larger the airplanes come in, the A-10, maybe, you know, I'll have to look at that and see what. Right. So, so I, I went ahead and bought one to, to kind of experiment with it. And I bought a switch that turns the airplane on and off for right. the receiver. And that way, if the engine quit, because of what happened last year, uh, when the engine fell off, it pulled the plug. <laughs> oh, for, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a beautiful plane, too. It's funny now, but it wasn't at the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, it pulled the plug, and I had nothing, and it just kind of went down, you know, like a World War II airplane. Anyway, beautiful. But beautiful airplane. It just hit the ground, just shattered a million pieces. Uh, so I thought, okay, this year I don't want this to happen because this one's not foam. It's it's balsa wood. <laughs> it's, it's a very nice balsa wood kit. And uh, so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to put this on there and also experiment with that. And uh, so I did. Well, the difference is I bought one LiPo battery from Gen Zace, and I bought a Life, L-I-F-E, oh, yeah. LIFO, LIFO 4, LIFO 4 battery from Hobby King. And they're not exactly the same. Now, right. they are not. So one of the things that uh, that that really confused me, and it's funny because I, I, when Jay came in, I, I told him, I was like, hey, check this out. I took my battery tester, and I tested the Gen Zace 3. 3,300 milliamp life, uh, or lipo. lipo battery. And it was a hundred percent charged, seven point something volts, hundred percent charged. It said hundred percent. Then I said, now check this out. And I plugged the other one in and it said 1%. And, and Jay looks at it and goes 1%. Dude, is this, I thought this was a new battery. And I go, it is. I go figure that out because look at the voltage and what the voltage say. Uh, I think the voltage 6. is 6.59. Yeah. And it's a 6.6 volt battery. And you should have seen the look on Jay's face. He just had this screwed up look on his face. Like, you know, when it registers that ding, that makes no sense. Right. <laughs> How do you, it does not compute. Yeah, it does not compute. How do you have literally 6.6 volts and 1% on your deal? And so I handed it to him and I said, yeah, figure that one out. I go, trust me, it took me about, you know, an hour to figure it out. Right. Well, so Jay the only reason I, I was able to figure it out, you know, I, it, it took me a second, but because I did the same thing. Mm. And I have I I have I have a lifeboat battery, and that's why I just right. thought about it. And I looked down and I go, oh, that's okay. Here you go. <laughs> so to 
the reason that's such a big deal, folks, is because I was charging the LifePo 4 battery on a LiPo setting. Now, I understand that it's not going to hurt it. It's not like trying to charge a nickel cadmium battery or nickel NICAD battery, NICAD battery. on a on a LiPo type. Poof fire. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's similar, but what it does is it it's much slower or or it doesn't charge it to its max. Max, right. Right. So it'll it'll charge up, but when it sees it at like you know, a hundred percent in, in reality, it's only at like 30%. Right. You have to charge if you own these life bow batteries or you're getting into them and they're really great batteries. They last, um, you know, they have a, a long, what is that? Not a life, but the, when you're oh, using so, it. How, so the discharge, when it discharges, yes, it, discharge. stay, it stays at a higher voltage for so a longer period. Of so time. instead of starting at a hundred percent and every minute that goes by, it goes down to 90, 80, 70, 60, right. it stays at like 90% for the whole life of the battery. And then it, yeah, it drops off. So it's like like a a cliff at the end. So you're Ah. running along and then boom, it's done. But anyway, the, the way you have to charge this and the way you can compare it, it's the same batteries that you have in your rechargeable drill. So your Roby or, you know, quarter cable or whatever, the, the, the handheld, you know, cordless drill that you have has that battery underneath it that you put in a charger. Those are a one, two, three batteries. And the LifePo battery, uh, the LifePo 4 battery is an A123 battery. Right. It's just in a different form. It's not in a, the cell like you would see a D-cell looking battery. Um, so having said all that, it's a great technology. It works really, really well for receivers and for, um, you know, transmitters and all that kind of stuff. But because it has that, you know, that long linear, you know, to a drop-off kind, mm-hmm. of, kind of display – but at the same time, you have to understand how to charge it. So I was charging this thing, and I'm, like, really frustrated because I'm like, oh, my gosh, this thing is not getting to 100%. It's only 30%, and yet the voltage is, is right where it needs to be. So I had to go in there and change the setting on my cell pro to, you know, make it look right or to make it charge correctly. But it was frustrating for me, uh, you know, having all of that and going, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with this thing? Yeah, <laughs> it I, just, I just took it out of the box. It's not working. Yeah, and, and I have, too, because I have a Spectrum one as well that I bought for the uh, A10. Uh, thinking to myself, I'll just use it, you know, as just plug it in. Uh, unfortunately, the A10 came with a voltage regulator already attached. Right. So I could cut it off, but then, you know, I'm kind of avoiding the warranty and doing all that other stuff. So I'm just going to leave it the way it is for the moment. They seem to be having really good luck with it, uh, and we'll fly it like that. And, uh, you know, so I have the other one to use for, for my Yak. So anyway, <clears throat> my Yak has this one. We'll go up and uh, we'll give it a test uh, and fly and see how it flies. Now you haven't flown that plane, or have you? I that that will be a maiden. I have never flown it. Okay, so that's another reason why I'm pretty excited about it. Because, however, I, get... I did change out the motor in it. Oh, that's right, you did. Mm-hmm. You did. So the original motor in the Yak, I think, when we did the podcast episode, was a um, it was a Hobby King motor that they had just come out with. Right. I can't I can't remember the name of it, but it was built for a four cell. Um, I put a three bladed prop on it. And uh, one of those air screw props. And basically, I had to downsize it to a 14-inch to get the wattage that I needed out of it. So the airplane is not really super heavy, but it weighs enough that I need roughly... For 3D airplanes, I like about 150 to 200 watts per pound. So I needed roughly... Yeah, about it, about 1,200 pounds. Yeah, because it's like a six or seven pound aircraft. Yeah, it weighs about six pounds, six and, six and some change. 
So I needed 12, uh, you know, I would, I would have preferred to have 12. I needed about a thousand. Uh, but if I had 1200 Watts and the airplane weighed six pounds, uh, then that would be, one. yeah, Zing. literally would be, you know, kind of that 200%. While I, I was able to do some, you know, messing around with it and got it to actually work that way to where I had, uh, about 1175, which was not quite 200%, you know, 200, uh, two to one, but it was close enough for me. And I thought, okay, well, I'm probably the yak is not really known for hovering and doing all that stuff. It just meant for, you know, it's, it, it, I wanted to fly a little bit more scale. So anyway, then I'm <laughs> well, sorry. Uh, that just took me kind of funny hearing you say I wanted anything to fly to scale just as <laughs> well, you know what I mean? I, if I wanted to, to fly scale, it would be, you know, literally Dude, like you have, you have a, a J three cub out there and it does not fly to scale. <laughs> In fact, you think something's wrong with it if it flies like scale. I know, right? It was why, why can't I hover this? Why isn't it? Why don't I get instant? It's not climbing at thirteen hundred feet per second. What's wrong <laughs> with my cub? Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so that's why it's that's so true. That's why I'm laughing my butt off when you say, no, "Oh yeah, it's not flying. To, it's not flying scale." Yeah, of course well, not, not. Of course it isn't, Mike. Well, when I should, I should, I, you know, I should have said that. But uh, anyway, yeah. it, it's going to fly a little bit, uh, you know, less oomph for it. So it's only at 150 instead of 200. Okay, uh, I'll go with that. But the, using the word "scale" out of your mouth, it just, it just seems like a foreign, dirty word. I don't, I don't know. It just seems, it's just comical to me. Okay, All right, I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll fix that. No All right, period. go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But anyway, so I, I wound up testing it out and I got about 1175 watts out of it. And I thought, well, that's pretty, pretty much good enough. And I have a brand new battery for it. And, but, but then we went and flew your turbo beaver. Yeah. And the, he's using the, um, torque motor that's set up for a six cell for this turbo beaver. And it's nice and compact and it's very smooth and very powerful. Yeah. And it doesn't look like you know, when you got that thing for me, I started looking at just some other motors and stuff. Right. And the other motors that I was thinking would be comparable to flying on this thing were like twice the size and twice the weight. And when when the when I got the Torx motor, I just said, "Well, I'm just everybody's getting this motor." And when I got it and it showed up and I opened the box and I go, "This little motor is going to be on this plane? Are you serious?" Yeah. It does for for this for the amount of power that it has, it is kind of small. Now, it is bigger than the other airplanes that were used to. No, 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 no. I, yeah, I, I get that. It, it is like double the size of that, but it's the size of a 50 motor maybe. Yeah. 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 40, yeah. Right. Right in there. So it's pretty close, but it puts out an incredible amount of power. Yes. I mean, this thing is like, wow. So after I flew, I was down to Texas and I flew it. Then I started thinking about it and I go, <laughs> this yak, you know, I'm barely squeezing out with a 14 inch blade on a 60 inch airplane. Mm-hmm. I'm barely squeezing out the 1100. Uh, you know, that motor for a hundred bucks. Right. Oh my gosh. You know what? I just decided, okay, I'm going to just pull the trigger. So I ordered one after I got back from Jay's. So it, it's, uh, was sitting in there and now that the electric festival is coming on, uh, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and swap that out. So I went from a four cell, um, battery that ran a, basically a smaller motor and a smaller prop to this torque motor that can now take a 16 to 18 inch prop and it's on six L. So I, and it, and it was perfect. It was a perfect fit. It, it mounted correctly. Everything just lined right up. 
And it's fate. Oh yeah, I jumped in there. The other thing that I was worried about, remember, is that we had the amperage was so high, mm-hmm. and uh, this thing here, the amperage was like fifty two or something. Right and now, I've got like a hundred amp ESC on that thing, so it shouldn't, you know, have a problem at all. And and I'm really excited. But I spooled that thing up, and uh, I forgot because I had had this 14-inch prop, and it's all painted and looks, you know, really scale. Oh, yeah, folks. He took a lot of time getting his uh, props to look nice. So he, he sat there, and they look exactly like his real aircraft, and he, he repainted them all, sanded yep, them all, all down. Sanded down, yep. You know, put the wing little tips on them, so the little red tips here and there, or black tips. It, it looks really good. They just look just like a MT prop, the one yeah. that was on the airplane itself. So they're all painted white, and which is amazing because mm-hmm. they were black before. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to paint them and sand them and paint them, and they're all nice and shiny, look like a brand new prop. So I put it on there and I tested it, and I just my heart just sank, <laughs> oh. because before I was getting like you know eleven hundred and some odd watt, almost twelve hundred. Now I'm getting like five thirty, right? And I'm full throttle with this thing, and it's getting five hundred thirty watts, and I'm thinking, and, and and the amperage is only like. 20 right so you're thinking you got a uh oh, tuesday a, a tuesday motor you know those guys oh yeah i'm yeah. putting this motor together exactly right uh today's friday we're getting off in 10 Woo-hoo. minutes just slap it together slap it together uh yeah so i thought well okay something's not right with that stupid thing i have no idea what the problem is and i was scratching my head and then i think the light bulb finally came on because i i disassembled you know i mean mm-hmm. i had the cowling off and everything and i'm looking at it and i'm like okay something's wrong and and then I thought, well, did I use the four cell motor? No, I'm on the six cell motor. And I use the one, you know, I have a six cell that I bought for the, yeah, I mean, for the uh, A10. And, and I was using that one, which is a really high C rating. I just was scratching my head. I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? And then the light bulb comes on. Bing. Oh, this is a 14 inch prop. That makes a huge difference. Yep. So I ran into the other room, grabbed the 16 inch prop, which is what I was originally going to put on there in the first place. Uh, but the motor was too small for the, the prop, so I had to downsize and redo another prop. So luckily I have two. I have one 14-inch and I have one 16-inch prop. Slap that on there. Let me tell you what, this this 16-inch three-bladed prop, fabulous. Man, this thing is massive. It's got big, wide blades. Yeah. Put the 6L in that thing, and I heard it just go boom. I'm ready, buddy. <laughs> uh, when I fired that thing up, four, I think I had a peak of about 1,400 watts. Nice. So, yeah, it was there. So most of, most of it, uh, it looked like when it stabilized and I got everything, uh, you know, it was right around the 1,250 watts. So I'm super, super happy with that. I'm excited to see it fly. A little nervous now because I know I've got, like, so much power. I, I don't know what to do with it, but uh, it'll be kind of fun to see. So that'll be um That'll be good. Awesome. Can't wait, yeah. dude. And, and luckily, it was uh, weight and balance-wise, it was pretty much right on the money. Uh, I think it may be a little, just a tad bit lighter than the other one. Uh, so maybe I'll have to move the battery forward a little bit. But uh, but it seemed to have worked. So I, I'm excited to see that one. And, and you, you said that you're excited as well. Uh, what else? Anything else on in my inventory? That- um, actually, I'd like to see your, uh, I'd like to see the sailplane as well. Uh, the night walrus? No, not well. I I want to see that at night, of course, but no, I'm talking about your speed demon. Oh, the speed demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to fly that one too. I forgot about that one. Yep. You know, because last time I was out, you know, we right. went to go right. go do it, and uh, uh, you know, this yeah, didn't, work. didn't work. The servo didn't work. Yeah. Uh, or this problem, and we didn't get to fly it, and I was like, oh, 
No, no so, I, you got the, you told me about it after you'd made it, but I didn't get to see it. Yep. I think we mentioned that too that you wanted to see that one fly. Um, what about the uh, the yellow um, Pitts S twelve? Oh, of course, I, I love that plane. Yeah, that airplane was the, that was that phenomenal. was the I think that was really the first one I gave you for a gift. Mm, no, I think the Turbo Beaver was the first one. Uh, My little, uh, actually not Turbo, the Crack Turbo Beaver, or the Wing. I mean, if we're really talking about airplanes, <laughs> you're talking about big balsa wood type airplanes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the big, the first larger size airplane you got me was the, uh, was the S10. Yeah, the S, yeah. it's S12. S12. Yeah, which is a nice airplane. Uh, let's see, what else? Well, um, I, you know, I, I'd like to see it, but I don't know. Um, not to say that I don't want to see it. I didn't, didn't we? I'm trying to remember the last time we flew it. Once again, we were, we had to go to a pirate place. We went down to the, uh, the installation that was just oh, being built and yeah, flew the it neighborhood, off the, the neighborhood off the, and flew it in the, you know, the neighborhood and the golf course. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. but I thought there was something that was wrong. Either it was the battery combination or the motor combination or something, something wasn't right. Or we wanted that we were trying to do something. I can't remember. It's just been, you know, it's been so long yeah. since we flew it, you know, or I was with you to fly it and I can't remember what it was about that plane, but there was something that was off. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. When the- well, it was the Maiden that we flew it, so there could have been something off. But yeah. I've flown it in the park a couple times. So. Oh, okay. So, um, I think we had one on there, uh, an episode that talked about the tail wheel falling off. And oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Everybody's like, whoa, something just fell off the airplane. I'm like, what? Oh, no. But Everything seems to be working. Well, we're getting excited about the uh, the Arizona Electric Festival. We do have some uh, other things that we're going to take out there. I think everybody's going to – I'll take my Phoenix 2000 since my, Mike's bringing his down. Maybe we can do some gliding out there. Uh, we're going to have some of the bigger airplanes. Uh, the Cub will come out. Um, if we can get the landing gear in on time, I don't know how how long the mail is going to take with the motion. Yeah, well, we might. Anyway, well, but, hopefully, it'll be it'll come in before we leave. I'd yeah, like to see it fly. Yeah. So even if we don't make the festival, that'll be okay. But I, but I am just for the festival. What I'm excited about too is just seeing everybody else's planes because right. what I like is just seeing where because there's going to be other guys with A10s out there. True. I, and I'm I'm interested to see what they've done with their A10s. That's you know? always exciting to see all the modifications and everything that that goes on. Exactly. And then you know, there's a couple of guys out there that that do just straight foam board stuff and build some incredibly cool planes, sure do. big planes, right. or or they just do something out of the, out of the ordinary. So I'm just you know I'm kind of interested to see what we see. Well, I'm excited about the night fly because we get to stay out. Oh there yeah, time. yeah. That, that that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mr. Gallagher was, you know, good enough to give us uh, a camping spot for us. So we're uh, taking a, our RV out there, and and uh, we'll be out there pretty much twenty four seven. So yeah. we'll be well, able to. Fly that's going to be so nice not having to pack up everything and yes. take it all back and right. charge all our stuff when we get back, and, right. then, and then get up the next morning we're that much earlier so we can get out there in time to go fly or be on the flight line. It'll be kind of nice to kick it, kick open the door in our PJs. That's scratch right. your butt, go out there, fly a bit, <laughs> you know, or come back and exactly, or, you know, come back and get something to eat, and then go back out for night flying. You're gonna love it. And that uh, the night, what, it's not Nighthawk. What what's the uh, walrus? Night. Oh yeah, the night walrus. Yeah, you're gonna love. You know, it's gonna be great, especially Mike. Uh, AK Mike got one, so it's that's be right. Great. So we'll have two of those. Uh, Mike sent one down. It's sitting uh, right behind me with the uh, in the box still. So we'll uh, put that one together when he arrives tomorrow. But um, man, all this flying makes me want to go out and fly. <laughs> well, we get, what what are we going to do tomorrow, Mike? Um, fly exactly. Tomorrow's in the park with the with the fellas. I know. So that'll well, be, that's always fun. We should go charge some batteries. 
uh, I think, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we should probably do that. Aren't they already charged? I think you've been waiting. You I have. Knew, I've been charging a lot. Yeah, I knew you, you were knew coming. I coming so, I so why yes, aren't they charged? The no, there, there's a lot that are charged, but I think we should throw the crack turbo beaver and a couple other things in the truck and, uh, and go test some. Well, actually, I see a plane right now that I, I would love to see fly. Oh, um, the one behind me? Yes. <laughs> that one's been a project for a while. So yeah. I mean, it's almost too pretty to fly. It really is. I'm Now that the stickers work and stuff, I still have some uh, camouflaging that I have to do, so maybe we'll do that. Where, where at? Yeah, I keep forgetting that this. Uh, the, you haven't been here to see this one, but this is the first time you've actually seen it up. But I have to do some more um, camouflaging on it uh, just around the... It's got some gray camouflage. Gotcha. Well, why don't you tell the folks what it is? Uh, it's a GWS A10. I think we uh, talked about it on one of the other podcast episodes, but uh, it's just a foam airplane. It's one of the ones that I've been looking to try and figure out how to put a bigger motor in it because the GWS <laughs> ones. There's uh, that problem again, folks. <laughs> yeah, you know, that it used to, GWS aircraft, the uh, EDFs used to fly with the little 50 uh, milli, uh, yes, they did. millimeter on just three cells brush or two motor. cell brush motors. And yeah. you, and what do you want to put in there? Uh, sun, 80, 80 millimeter. Yeah, 80 millimeter sun change, tw- uh, 12 <laughs> blade or 15, 16. Steam blade, yeah, you got it bad, dude. I know, but the problem is, is that it's got a really narrow nose, and I can't fit a six cell. The six cell is too heavy. This thing is supposed to be lightweight. It's like a, you know, it's kind of foam. <laughs> so anyway, I have to stick with like a three to a four, four cell, cell battery. And uh, so anyway, I know the F fifteen has a couple of uh, seventy millimeters. Hey, speaking, do you, we're, speaking of that, you just, we're, so is your F fifteen ready to fly? Can it fly? Yeah, it can fly. We just had the magic smoke come out last time, so I'm not really uh, sure. It, uh, I, I don't know what caused that, so we'll have to look at it and see. But it's flyable. I mean, both of the motors are running. I just think one of the uh, ESCs may have gotten a little hot or it left a smoke trail behind it. I shut it off as soon as I saw that and came in and landed it. But, yeah, it's flyable and uh, unless we People just pay hundreds of dollars thing. for those smoking systems. I know. <laughs> I just do it with the ESC. <laughs> Heat that sucker up. Oh, man. It'll just smoke right through there. It looks great. As a matter of fact, everybody at the park was like, ooh, you got a smoke system. I'm like, yeah, that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we shut it down and brought it in. But when I brought it home, it, it didn't seem, you know, the, the we put the ESCs out uh, out front, you know, so they're in the ducting work. Mm-hmm. So they cool very well. I don't I, understand I don't, what the, I don't problem, know what the problem could be. So it could have been, you know, it could have just been a wire or, or well, maybe it was getting we'll, too we'll much We'll look energy, at it tonight. Maybe we'll, we'll take it out it. tomorrow. Yeah, it will test, test fly test tomorrow. Test and see. Well, I think we should go charge some batteries and uh, take a trip out towards the field and then uh, get ready for tomorrow. And uh, I think so. And yeah. I, I'm telling you what, I am, as always, this event always gets me excited, dude. It's it's I'm always so a good time, even when we're just kind of hanging out for, for the day. Good people. Everybody's in a yeah. good mood. It, it, it's nice to go to events that everybody's in a good mood. Nobody's, like, uptight. That's true too. You know, like, oh, my, you know, I brought this precision aircraft or instrument or whatever out. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. You know, how right, you go to like right. some shows and people are just, you know, yeah, super they, proud about their they put, stuff. They put, uh, what is it, cones, cones around? around yeah, right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get near my stuff. You know, if you, you know, give me five dollars for a picture. You know, and it's not like that, right, at this festival. So no. I'm really looking forward to, to going and, and being in a good mood. So, yeah, I'm excited dude. about seeing everybody uh, that we saw last year. Um, we're making a way bigger presence this year, so um, I think uh, everybody is is excited about that. And we'll uh, you know see all the guys that 
were didn't didn't really know us last year, and now they do. Yeah, man, so. they kind of thought we were kind of strange. I know that we were pulling people <laughs> off the line. Hey, come sit down with us. We're and, still uh, strange, but you know, <laughs> now they now they understand the strangeness. Exactly. Well, if you're in the Phoenix area and you're uh, out this weekend, it's on the ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Uh, come on out and visit us at the Arizona Electric Festival. Bring the family. We'd love to have you. Yep, bring your friends. Bring your family. Um, I think it's uh, there's a little bit of a charge to get in for us. Uh, five bucks for, five for bucks shipping. For a car I'm load not or shipping, something. Shipping for for yeah, five bucks for a car load for but, parking. Yeah, but we'd love to have you out, especially with the weather. I know uh, it's uh, it's always been a great event, and um, yeah, and they'll, they'll have food, they'll yeah. have drinks. Yeah. You know, um, everything's announced, so you can hear what's going on. There's vendors. I didn't look to see who's coming this year for the vendors. I didn't either. I, mean, I was too busy getting all my stuff ready. Right <laughs> it's kind of exciting, but. And then uh, the Three Park Fire podcast uh, host will be down there as well. So we'll be able to kind of sit around and uh, chat with you guys. And uh, looking for a couple of great episodes out of this. Uh, we've got oh. Doug Leroy coming uh, later in the season that he's um, he's agreed to talk to us. So Excellent. we'll uh, have him. And then uh, shout out to all our listeners. We really appreciate your uh, support. And, uh, you know, looking forward to any comments or anything off our website if you want to pass it along. And uh, we'll give you a, a good update and some good episodes on the uh, on the park fire. I mean, on the uh, electric park fire. Excellent. All right. Let's grab some batteries and go fly. Woo-hoo. Let's go. All Out right. the field. All right. From the Park Fire Podcast here in Arizona, I'm Michael. And I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. We'll see you at the Arizona Electric Festival this weekend. Have a great one. See ya. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review. And feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.